Great content from E-Barnes 1990. Great content, honest and inspirational. Love how open they are to interacting with listeners and helping others. E-Barnes, thanks for sending in that. And it's a great lineup for today's show where we answer another listener question. Hey guys, and welcome to episode two. Five one of the Startup Diary. I am with my co-host Adam Keller. Hey guys, and if you're new to the show, one thing we try and do that we keep thinking because you might be brand new at listening to this podcast. <laughs> and we never cover off what this is about. So if you are interested in entrepreneurship, you're in a corporate, you want to leave your job, go we, back to episode go one. Go back and listen to the journey. <laughs> this is where we are documenting what it's like to try and build a business from the ground up. Everything from consulting to bootstrap to raising cash to VC funded and, and beyond. Hopefully the business is still alive. It's five years going. And one thing that we try and do every Wednesday is answer listener questions. So Harry, you've got one in the inbox. I do. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll dive straight into this one. This one came into questions at startupdiary.club. And the email is from Kevin. He says, you recently put a post on Instagram that says, shoot, aim, repeat. Don't you think that better planning or aiming, would allow you to have a greater chance of success if you don't have the resources to keep trying. Keep up the good work, loving the show. Cool. I'm not sure how long, normally we try and go in a bit of detail, so I just want to give some context to what that is, and because I didn't realize that was the listener question that we're going into today, I'm actually going to fire up Instagram just to, yeah, I remember the post. Fire up the gram. So the subject line of this one was interesting because I remember seeing it, the subject line was something like ready, aim, fire. So the context behind this post, and if you're not following us on Instagram, go over and follow at Startup Podcast. A post went up where it was me. Actually, it was an interesting one because I actually saw a chap called James Wedmore talking about something similar. I thought, I really believe in this, which is too many entrepreneurs get crippled by the idea of planning and trying to get a perfect plan. So was it Kevin that fired this in? Kevin. So Kevin's question was, how do you think about doing better planning? But then he said, if, is it like constraint on resource? Yeah, he said, do you not think that better planning would allow you to have a greater chance a greater chance of success if you don't have the resources to just keep trying things? So basically what he's saying is if you've got limited resources, surely planning wisely is better than just wasting resource on repeated attempts. I get where he's coming from, okay? But the one thing that... I'm glad this is on the mics because the one thing that I think that needs to be driven home is there's a great quote from Mike Tyson, which... For me, just, I could end the show after you say this. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So Mike Tyson says, regardless of what my game plan is when I'm going in to have a fight against the guy that I've watched all of his videos, I know everything there is to know about my opponent. As soon as he gets punched in the mouth, the game plan changes. He does something that was unexpected or I didn't understand he knew that. Something Mm -hmm. changes. So what Mike Tyson was saying when he said that was, listen, I will spend less time worrying about my opponent and more time just worrying about me. He gets himself into like perfect conditioning before he goes into a fight. My concern, and I see it often, is a founder, an entrepreneur, someone that's got a side business, solopreneur, whatever it is, mm-hmm. spends all the time in the world planning. And what Kevin's saying, and the trouble is with that is, if you make all the assumptions that you want to, they might be wrong. So all of a sudden, as soon as you, you've got the most perfect plan in the world, you take it to market and the market punches you in the mouth, 
You've just spent all that time planning, air quotes, you're planning, doing the work yep. internally to try and get this perfect where your assumptions were actually completely wrong in the first place. So how do you limit the negative effect that... <laughs> so could, what I understand what you're saying. He wants to make sure that when they finally implement action that they get the most out of it. Obviously, if they bring... If they take the time and plan too much, they're losing all that time that they've wasted on the planning. But there's obviously got to be like a middle ground between the right amount of planning to get the most amount of value on V1 of of your of your attempt or your product. Completely. But the way you just worded that is my problem. Is after I've done all my planning, I want the most success when I take this to market. When you take it to this isn't a you have not hit the finish line mm. at that point in time. This is an iterative process. When you go to market, it will not be right. The problem is, is people think they build a business plan, it's built on sound fundamentals and assumptions, they go to market and they're gonna win. Whereas the question is there is if you're constrained on resources. And the one thing that I know people are not constrained on is time because you have it. Especially if you're not running your own business right now and you're in a nine to five, you have a world of time outside of the nine to five job. And if you don't have the money, I think that when I heard that, I thought I don't have the money to keep throwing shit at a wall to see mm. what sticks. So how do I, surely I'm better to plan and then the money that I've got, the resource that I've got, I can mm. deploy it to make it successful. The one thing that everybody has is time. So what I'd say in this, let's just say Kevin is, I'm looking around the table right now. Let's say Kevin is trying to design the perfect, I'm looking for something that's slightly relevant, but we've just got a new office and everything. A mug, a cup, cuddly toy. Where's the cuddly Laptop. toy? We've got a cuddly toy. No. Oh. <laughs> I was joking. It's like the generation game. Where's the cuddly toy? <laughs> oh my I'm super God. excited. Let's say that Kevin is trying to design the perfect cuddly toy, a bear, a children's bear that's going to take over the market, mm. okay? In his head, he's going to spend all his time designing the perfect bear, mm-hmm. okay? What I want him to do is spend all that time putting something on paper, and then go into the market and saying, do you like my picture of a bear that I drew? What would you change? Go and speak to customers. Go and get feedback on this process. The idea of that post was do not cram yourself in a room, make a plan and expect it to win first time around. Because I'm just, my worry is that entrepreneurs spend all their time planning. They build up all the momentum. Take Sarah as an example. She wanted to go and buy t-shirts with her designs, buy the t-shirts mm-hmm. and go and sell. I was like, how do you know anyone even wants the t-shirts? You're not going to want to spend 1,500 pounds on t-shirts. She's like, no, I can get the order down to 600. I was like, you're not going to spend 600 pounds on t-shirts until you have any feedback yeah. to whether people like them. So you know what Sarah did? She went out to Instagram, built the account up, went out to Instagram and DM'd like 500 people. She searched for people because her t-shirts are all around. I'll bring her on the show to talk about this. Her t-shirts are all about twinning. It's a thing. Never knew about it. Where kids and parents wear the same sort of style t-shirts, and they—I t- don't know whether it's kids and kids or kids and parents. I don't know. Anyway, so two she, people are wearing the same shirt. So she she was like, <laughs> actually, my target market is mums that have boys. So the company is called Queen and Princess. So she actually said, okay, where do mums hang out? So then she got a nice little hack. She was like, actually, like family days out. What I can do is search for locations like Twycross Sue, which is near us. I can then stalk all the photos and see pictures of mum with kids, and then send them a DM. Hi, my mum thinking about doing this t-shirt company. Can I send you a link to a form for feedback? If you can do this for me, it will take you three minutes. It will really support mm. me. And I'm actually going to give some t-shirts away for everyone that took part in the survey. So she got like 180 replies or something like that. And some things came out of it. Where's your black t-shirt? My kids are messy. I need a t-shirt for my... I want the white t-shirt for the mum because mm. it looks nice. Where's the black version of this t-shirt? She never once considered dark version. We got them to rate the designs. And one of, the, one of the designs was a piece of shit. No one liked it. 
So all of a sudden she's gone from needing three products down to two. And then the overarching feedback was, it looks like clip art. I like the style, but it doesn't look hand-drawn like a tattoo and it, it sort of looks like it's been printed. Like, do you know the sticker tattoos you yeah. get? It looks like that. So she took that feedback and well, that's the idea. She's shooting, putting it out into the market. Give me your, give me your ideas. Yes. Then she's readjusting. She's aiming. It's actually, I need two t-shirts. I need a black version. She's going back inside, doing some more planning. And then she's repeating the process. Is this what you meant by the black t-shirt? Are these the designs that you were telling me about? So she's building up one customer list, building up relationships. And she knows when she gets to market Mm. that it's going to be something that the users want. But I think the key point there that you're making is that this is not selling the product. This is pre- pre-selling and validating the, the idea in the first place before you're selling it. Yes, but... Which what, which costs less than actually all the time planning the product and then investing in production or buying the stock. Yes, but if you haven't done this process, if you're mm. making a widget, if you're making that cup, you should be testing the market in this iterative process where you're putting something out in the market. The trouble is, is people don't want negative feedback. They don't want to hear that their their child is ugly. But put your child out in front of people and say, is my child fucking ugly? Yes or no? And tell me why. Okay, cool. Be willing to take that feedback because the time that you have to go and lump up 25K on manufacturing costs to build your widget, mm. if you haven't done this sort of market feedback, you're dead. Secondly, it works on marketing. Cool. I want to build the most advanced marketing plan for expert trades next year. 2019, here's what we're going to do. I could plan 12 months out. The reason I don't do that is because I don't know what the market looks like in July next year. Yeah. I don't know what trade shows. So we are testing. We're going to do some Facebook ads. We're going to do some PPC. We're going to do some trade shows. And we're going to, this is shooting. Fire some money off. We're a company now. We've got some resource. Fire some money off. What worked? Cool. What do we repeat? Cool. Do more of that. Shoot. Aim. Repeat. Shoot. Do the work. Aim. Readjust and work out what can I do better. What can I fix? How do I get closer to the bullseye? And repeat that process until you start hitting the bullseye time and time again. Cool. On that note, guys, if you have a question just like Kevin did, you can email questions at startupdiary.club or you can send in an audio question using the Anchor app. So go to the App Store, download Anchor, subscribe to the Startup Diary podcast. And there's a nice little button on there that says message. Hit that and it allows you to send a 60 second voice message in. That can be a listener question, a review, or if you just want to say hi, we'd love to hear from you. On that note, thank you so much for being a listener of the show and stay tuned for Friday's episode.